Hey everyone, welcome to episode 7 of Waiting For It with Samantha and Chris. Today we're going to be talking about uh, friendships and the relationships around those friendships during weight loss and different changes in your life. So on our last episode, we actually were talking about weight loss and spouses and how uh, that whole dynamic of spouses, while one of them's losing weight, maybe one of them's not on their weight loss journey, how that dynamic can kind of change. And after that episode, Chris and I got to talking and Chris, you were sharing how some of your friendships have changed uh, since starting your weight loss journey and some of the dynamics behind that. And so... You thought that it would be a great topic because, yes, I think our friendships do change. I know you're talking about way back when in high school, I think you had a friendship uh, that we kind of discussed. Recently, you're starting to get more into going out more um, and seeing some friends that maybe you haven't seen in a while. So uh, talk to me a little bit about how those relationships have changed since uh, you started your weight loss journey. Yeah, so we, um, I mean, obviously the pandemic happened and um, that kind of put us at a distance between a lot of our friends and everything else. But I think life has gotten in the way for a lot of us, you know, it's like, you know, being parents and things that kind of just put distance between old friends. And I probably had mentioned a while back also about the, um, you know, um, the dynamics of things change because you're, you know, you've, you've gained weight. So that even puts more distance between old friends and how it sometimes feels like it's easier to make new friends than it is to um, kind of reclaim your old friendships because they don't really, they remember you as your, your larger self. And, and so that, that really kind of has changed quite a bit, you know, and for me, that first experience was when I um, got an invitation to a birthday party and it was at a restaurant and they hadn't seen me and for at least four years. And so I was a little afraid to go back out. You know, it's like I was afraid that, you know, somebody would overreact or that would be just something just chaotic. And I'm not a person who um, enjoys like the direct spotlight. I like being like collectively part of, a, of like a spotlight, but not like the direct spotlight. And so um, I had this huge fear of someone like this hit my head of someone's you know, say I'm kind of like just screeching and saying, oh my God, you've lost so much weight. That was just that was terrifying to me. You know what I mean? It's like the thought of the spectacle of being that. And it's like, I would almost rather not deal with that, but I wound up going. Fortunately, I kind of just pulled myself together at the last minute and I went and it was great. Everything was fine. And no one even noticed it seemed like I'm, I feel like they did notice, but they probably were afraid to say anything. Yeah. So, I mean, have you ever had that type of experience where, you know, people are like, you know, they want to say something, but they're not really sure it's appropriate to say yes. something. And yep. so there was kind of a little bit of that going on. So what was your experience like with that? So for me personally, <laughs> as bad as it sounds, I don't have like too, too many people uh, like friends wise. I mean, I definitely have friends, but I don't see them like regularly hmm. just because I am so busy with work and being a mom and I think kind of being a mom kind of overtook my personality and who I am. And so 
Um, sometimes friends, like you lose friendships just because you no longer have interests or the same interests, I should say, um, or priorities have shifted. For me, it was kind of more like, you know, I was just nervous about going out there the first time. And once I broke that, I was able to kind of feel more comfortable with that. So I started expanding on that. And then we had, um, Halloween came up and of course the Halloween parties were starting to come back in the swing that we hadn't had for so many years. And so I had to go to that and I wanted John to go out. I didn't want John to feel like he had to stay in with me all the time. Cause I, I was starting to like over the years, I felt like more and more of a shut in and that's kind of my jam. Unfortunately, anyway, I just really love being at home. So, um, I wanted John to see, and these were uh, like primarily his friends or my friends too, but I kind of weave in and out of these friends and just kind of let him like, cause he's there into D and D and gaming and things like that. And then she's like, you know, all the nerdy stuff that I appreciate, but I don't, I'm not as deep into it as he is. Yeah. So, um, we went there and like, it was just, it was like, they were so, one of the things I love about them is that they're so creative. And so we had like a, um, Morticia Adams and her husband showed up with, a um, he followed her around with like this big, like, portable light thing and so her eyes were illuminated the whole time and so i just had a blast there and actually i don't know and but i'm like i missed my tiktok friends so i actually went live during that because i wanted to share that with them which is even more interesting to me because i was not only breaking out to go back into like like parties and things like that but i was also sharing that with people that i've met since so it's like things are kind of like expanding like i didn't expect them to be mm -hmm. but um then we wound up with friendsgiving this past weekend and um a lot of the same friends and we got together and was, had a really good time but it eventually does like wind back to chris's lost weight and that finally came up um at this friendsgiving and so it started because john and i were talking about having our 20-year anniversary party again another social gathering and so it came up and a lot of our friends it it i don't think it ever occurred to them that we had been together that long mm -hmm. and so one said wait a minute the math isn't adding up you've been together for 20 years and i'm like yeah and then they said they were like okay so how old are you again and i said 53 and the whole room went crazy and i think it's not because i mean they probably looked for my age before the weight loss mm -hmm. but since then and you know between my body changes and then my personality is probably better now <laughs> than it was you know when i was heavy i probably wasn't as happy so i probably wasn't as like you know as like fun to be around mm -hmm. so um they just roared they were like oh my god 53 and i'm not kidding and i don't believe this but I, they very graciously said that they thought i was in my late 30s i'm like come on well, that's why I messaged you because I was like, and, you do not look 53, like maybe early 40s, mid 40s, but like not, not 50s. I was shocked. But not 30s, <laughs> definitely not late 30s. No, definitely but, late 30s, um, yeah. 39, 38. Really? Yes. Well, yes. Thank you. Thank you. You're welcome. Um, But that's where they were. And I think it's because John is like early 40s and so they thought that we were closer in age right and so because john 40 he'll be he'll be 43 and so um 
anyway, so there's all these little confidence boosters that are just kind of coming up the more it went out. So the messaging that I was getting was keep doing it, keep going out, keep talking to people, keep making new friends, uh, cultivate your old friends and whatever. But then I started realizing that some of the friendships that I had weren't there anymore. There was like this weirdness between certain friends of mine and a, and a lot of those came from like people that were, that looked like me before. Mm -hmm. And I really regret that in some ways that I couldn't, I can't find this connection with some people that were like, you know, heavier like I was. And, you know, mentally I'm still a heavy guy. I'm always going to be a heavy guy mentally. Right. So it's like, that's always going to be a struggle for me. So it's like, I still live in both worlds, even though I look like I, I live in one. So there's been this weird, like reaction amongst some people that I was sure, like the ones I was positive were going to be here when I reached my goals. They're not all here. So what do you do? how do you follow that? Yeah. Oh, yeah. And what do they say? And what do they do? It, it's just, it's like, you know, how do I explain this? It's like you, you can, like, I'll text them and I'll say, you know, hey, how's it going? Whatever. And it's like, I'll get a one line answer and it goes deadpan silence. It's almost like I have breached something and it could just be like my perception of it. It might be nothing, yeah. but I, I just, the people I thought were going to be the most supportive it's not that they're not supportive. It's just that they're not there. Yeah. So I think there's a myth out there that all your friends will be there to celebrate your successes and they won't. Right. And it's interesting because I think you now have two different perspectives because in the past, which you can talk about in a little bit, but in the past, you were probably one of those friends who are kind of distancing themselves from from you currently. So tell everyone about the um, experience that you had way back in the day with the, with a great friend of yours and how that kind of dynamic shifted. So you have like two different perspectives because you have the perspective of being the person who has lost the weight, who is now, you know, trying to reach out to old friends, but they're not really reciprocating or they're distancing themselves from you for some reason that you don't know. But in the past, you have been that person who has been kind of distanced with a friend that has lost some weight. So share a little about share a little bit about that experience. Yeah, so there was a there was two girls in I mean that I grew up with from probably about early middle school days, you know, so like seventh, sixth or seventh grade. And they were always best friends. They were always seen together, and um, and. Like they were just this inseparable best friend. And, and, um, I just remember one day as we got into ninth grade and our freshman year of high school, they, and maybe a little bit before that, it's that, that real typical kind of like, you know, uh, what I call baby fat and, um, kind of that drops off of girls about that age are a little bit younger. And so, um, one was very blonde with curly hair. And that was kind of like the whole, like that was what was in at the time, like the spiral, you know, yes. she had that naturally and whatever. And so, and the other one was just a little bit more, you know, she was still a beautiful girl, but she was a little bit more plain. And um, so um, the one, the blonde um, wound up um, really kind of pushing into crowds 
that were um, the more what we consider more popular crowds, which yeah. was never really kind of my clique at all. I didn't really like these people. The jocks and the cheerleaders and all this other stuff. And sorry, I know Sam, you're a cheerleader, but I know <laughs> you're not offending me by any means. <laughs> you're perfectly fine. But, or blonde. But the cheerleaders in my high school. No offense. We are blonde too. Okay, and I know offense to blonde people. This has nothing to do. I'm not like I'm not going down this road of like the, the like the dynamics of like of a particular type of person. But but she just kind of fit the mold of the pretty girl at the time. And so she, and she went through these, like through this crowd that kind of made her the mean girl. And so she dropped her friend and I got to watch it from the outside. Um, cause I was a very quiet kid. I was very much of a wallflower. I didn't like participating in a lot of stuff at school. I was an art kid and I was, um, you know, um, I was in the, the school of the arts. And so, um, and our school was the way it was set up was there was the, the art school and there was the regular school, the people that lived in the district and there were people that were there for the arts. And so I both lived in the district and I was in the arts. So it was this weird kind of, you know, cause I knew all these people, but I wasn't in those circles. I was in the art circles. So she wound up in the like drill team, cheerleader, um, real popular crowd, whatever wound up being class president i think eventually and um it um it it just got weird for her friendship and it was all kind of stemmed from her weight loss is where that came from and so i think i got it in my head that if you lost a whole lot of weight that you were a nasty person right it might it doesn't mean that she was it just meant that that was my perception of it because she dumped her friend that's how i saw it and i always felt sorry for her friend so does that make sense i mean no i think yeah i think it's it's kind of about you know i think losing weight it's so interesting because on one part of the spectrum like you have as you're losing weight you now have all these new people that are like i want to be your friend i want to be your friend when they have been there for so long and they've had no interest whatsoever and it's like, well, why all of a sudden, now that I'm losing weight, why all of a sudden do you want to be a part of my life? Like, I'm the same person internally that I was at, you know, my higher weights. Like, why is it now all of a sudden that you want to partake? Is it because of I'm starting to look better physically? Am I starting to present myself better? You know, what is it? And then on the other spectrum, you have the the friends that have been with you for so long that know you that probably know you know your deepest de- your deepest <laughs> your deepest darkest secrets and now that you are molding into someone new they're like wait a minute who is this person i'm uncomfortable maybe because this is a new person that i have no idea who it is or they're acting differently this is not the samantha or chris that i that i know and so it's kind of interesting to see those worlds separate, but then they all kind of come come together in a sense. But it'd be interesting to know, like, if you do reach out to those friends that have distanced themselves from you, it's like, call them and be like, hey, like, I just want to see, like, what's going on, or I want to check in on you, you know, and kind of, I think sometimes yeah. people need that reassurance from that person who maybe... And also, too, it might be a little bit of um, envy, in a sense, because it's like, oh, 
Slanther or Chris is is finally doing what they've been saying that they have wanted to do for so long. And I'm still back at square one. I still haven't made a step or decision. So it's kind of like maybe, maybe it's a little bit of someone being envy of you were able to take that first step and I can't do that mentally yet. Yeah. I mean, it's, I think that people have a difficulty. Let's go back to like what we've seen over the last, you know, five, six months is that an awful lot of people comparing themselves to other people. Right. Yeah. So I think this is the same thing. If, if people are, you know, on their second week of Manjaro, for example, and they're not losing any weight, which they're not supposed to, by the way, that if, and they're seeing that other people are, they're like, oh my God, what am I doing wrong? What's wrong with me? And it's, that, right. I think it's the same thing the same that thing. we did in high school. It's like, what is wrong with me? But they're comparing themselves to other people and other, like the, you know, the results may vary kind right. of situation. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, so, like you're hanging out with newer people. So it's like, oh, is that person replacing me? But it's like, no, I'm not like, we're not replacing anyone. And so, again, I think it's maybe some of that reassurance that, hey, I'm still here. I'm still Sam. I'm still Chris. Yes, there's parts of us that are shining out a little bit more than because I think, like you said, you know, we kind of hide ourselves when we're, and I think what I was getting from what you were kind of talking about, about especially during the pandemic and being like a homebody, I think we tend to be more of a homebody because we're kind of embarrassed to go out in public because we know how big we are or it's not, it's just that we're very conscious of ourselves and our bodies. And so now that we're feeling good about ourselves, we're wanting to go out more. And so for some of those people who have been there when we've all wanted to be like a homebody, maybe they're kind of uncomfortable with like doing new things or seeing you do new things and interacting with new people. Um, so that could be it too. I think we're all just traumatized by the stigma of what we think is acceptable. And I don't yeah. think that, you know, we can escape that even after we transform. Cause I, I see like myself as a complete transformation, even though internally I'm the same person, I have the mm-hmm. same struggles and I'm always going to have the same struggles, but we've all been traumatized by like what we think is acceptable. So we get out and we find out, ourselves in this new body and you know we've met our goals for the most part and we're getting more attention because that's what we think society wants us to be and so we're naturally going to have more um you know more um confidence i guess to to do some things that we didn't do before i know i'm doing some things right now that i'm like can't i would never have seen myself doing you know yeah. like some of the stuff i mentioned and some of the things i post on tiktok these days i'm like what the hell I wouldn't have the thought thirst about, traps you know. that you've been posting on TikTok, Chris. Let's be more specific. If you haven't seen them, you need to go watch them. If you're listening to this or watching this, because I'm like, holy crap, who oh. is this, Chris, and where has he been? <laughs> <laughs> He's always been there. It's like I just have never felt. I mean, who would want to see that? You know, five months ago. I mean, yeah. some people, some people would like really argue with me about that, that that's not true even five months ago, but it's like, I don't know. There's a confidence that comes with, with reaching your goal, weight loss or otherwise. 100%. Yeah. If you were to tell me when I started this account that I was going to show my body, how I do, I would have been like, there's no way, there's no way. Oh, sorry for the language. There's no way though. This might have to be a, a you might have to have that little E next to this episode, but 
there's no way that you, I would be like, no, I'm not doing it. Like, what are you talking about? And now that we're posting more stuff like that, because I think it's kind of freeing in yeah. one way. Like, it's like, oh, like, finally, I can like kind of be myself more and show people that it's okay to be yourselves more and have fun, be goofy, be sensual, whatever it is, um, because we're all humans in the end. We're all humans. We all have feelings. We all have desires and all that kind of stuff. And it's just, you know, it's different now that we feel more confident it's in our bodies. Yeah. It's super empowering. That's the word. Yes. Very, very empowering. Because I think for a lot of us, we've hidden so many different parts of ourselves. And just to be like, oh, like, oh, I don't have to hide anymore. You know, it's just, it's a great feeling to have. Well, and people, you feel like people want to see you you know, a little more. And that sounds awful. And it's not 100% true, but there's it, the confidence that you get from that and the empowerment that you get from that is that maybe people do want to see me. Do you know yeah. what I mean? And I play it off as a joke a lot. A lot of these, what you call thirst traps, which I absolutely <laughs> adore. Um, I, I kind of push those off as jokes a lot because, I, you know, I feel like I'm doing this because it's funny to do it. But people aren't taking it like that. Yeah. And just like, I mean, like you, you made a comment on even on the first video I posted like that. It's a, this, like, there's only one person who posted laughter to it. And like most people would have been horribly, and some people were offended by someone laughing at that. But yeah. that's exactly what I intended it to be because I think it's funny that like I'm the same person I was, you know, 40 something pounds ago. But like, but this is what you want to see. <laughs> okay. Yes. Yes. You know? Daddy. I mean, Chris. Yes. <laughs> Someone called me Zaddy the other day. And I was like, Zaddy. Ooh. Get it. Get it. You know, I go from, you know, posting very, you know, like, you know, um, non-controversial topics and whatever to all of a sudden, you know, throw go. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god, that's hilarious. Yes. I mean we go from zero to one thousand. Yeah, just put that foot on the pedal and just floor it all the way. Oh my god. Right. So yeah, so that's where we're at. And I think that, you know, a lot of people will see that and they this is partly why if you're on TikTok TikTok, if you're on TikTok, <laughs> you know. If you're on TikTok, you'll you'll understand that I ended my um, my first channel for this reason because no one wants to see what I'm posting now as someone who has any authority having been through what I did. Does that make sense? Yeah. So, like, I started at a certain weight, was very upsetting, had a very like serious mental condition because of it, got through it. But I ended this at a certain point because what I'm posting now is more empowerment stuff. So that doesn't make sense to someone starting their journey. Mm -hmm. So it all kind of ties together to me with friendships is that people aren't relating to, to, to me now, or at least I don't think they would. And I wouldn't expect them to look at someone that's 162 pounds and, and have any understanding for what they were going through. Right. Yeah. Liking and subscribing to our content really helps us get the message out to people who truly need it. So I think for everything that we kind of talked about, it's 
you know, what can you do if you're on a weight loss journey? How can you navigate new friendships, but still navigate old friendships and make sure that those people aren't feeling neglected or kind of left behind? And I think it's for the new friendship is yes, like we need to show them where we are, where we are at currently, but it's also not hiding the old parts of us, the great parts, the, the, the parts of us that, you know, maybe laugh a little bit more or a little bit more goofy behind the scenes, you know, whatever it is. I think it's kind of bringing the new friendships in while showing them, hey, this is like, I know you're meeting me here at point five, but let me bring you up a little bit to speed of like who I really am and some little things that really nobody knows about me except for my old friendships. And I think for the old friendships, it's saying, hey, yes, I am evolving as a uh, as a person. I'm growing. I am doing things that I enjoy now, but that doesn't mean that I'm leaving you behind. I want to bring you with me. Now, if you don't feel comfortable with that, that's perfectly fine, but just know that I'm here for you and I want you to still be a part of my life because you know me and you know how I uh, operate in a sense. And so I think it's kind of how can we bring the new friendships and the old friendships together um, as a whole. But any suggestions that you yeah. have like navigating this for somebody who's like losing weight and navigating friendships, old ones, new ones? I think there's going to have to be an acceptance, at least on my part, that there's going to be like two different friendships because it's not possible to expect some of my older friends and my larger friends that look like me before to understand a lot of or to navigate even the world and the spaces that I, that I have now. Does that make sense? Cause I've got, there's a lot of those friends who won't want to participate in that. They just won't. It's too vulnerable. And it was too vulnerable for me at one time too. And I get it. I totally get it. I wouldn't, I didn't feel comfortable back then either, but the, there's some changes to that, that I think that, I don't know. I'm having difficulty trying to figure out how to, um, to kind of balance that with old friends who don't want to live in the world that I'm living in, who don't eat the way that I do anymore. And, um, and then, you know, some of these new friends that I have, you know, I have to make time for as well. So I don't know. It's, it's, it, it's a really tricky place to be. And I think everyone's going to have to figure that out for themselves, but um, I, I don't know how to merge them. I don't even know if that's possible, but, um, I don't know. I, I really, I don't think we, I think it's all an individual answer how to deal with this. And I'm still, I mean, I'm still struggling with it too. I don't know if they're already, but to make time for old friends and as, as best you can, even though they're, um, you know, they'll want to distance your, themselves from you also because they're, you know, they're still struggling and you're not. And that's really hard pill to swallow um, from my end of it, because I want them to be happy too, but they don't, you know, they're not there yet. Some of them are trying and they will be there and they'll get it when they get here. But um, until then it's, it's, it's going to be a struggle with an awful lot of friendships. And I'm looking forward to hopefully a lot of them either somehow meeting them halfway or them finding their way you know, to a much happier life. But um, I don't know. It's, I don't think there are any real answers to that that are universal. Right. I agree. So 
there's a little bit of sadness to that, but at the same time, I'm like, you know, we'll find a way. It's just going to, it's just another part of the journey I didn't expect. Yeah. So let us know in the comments how you're navigating old friendships, new friendships, what's working for you. Maybe this is a conversation or a thought process that you haven't thought about before, um, but let us know in the comments how you feel about your friendships and where they are headed and any insight that you can provide each other for this experience. Yeah. Have you been through any of this stuff or have you thought about, you know, how to deal with it when you do? Because you will. Right. Very likely will. The next episode, we are going to talk about how sometimes during the process of losing weight, we discover we're not truly the person we thought we were and how the perception of ourselves can really change. So stay tuned and we'll see you on the next episode. See you next time.